1: Hey everybody, Eric Bischoff here, and have you heard about Strictly Business? Strictly Business is a brand new weekly series exclusively on adfreeshows.com. Join me and my co-host John Elba every Tuesday as we take a deep dive into the business of the professional wrestling business, and this is some straight up business talk here. No fanboy nonsense. We discuss television contracts, advertising, licensing, and, of course, the highly debated ratings. So if you want an unfiltered, brutally honest, anti-fanboy understanding of the professional wrestling industry, well, Strictly Business is the series for you. And hey, if Elon Musk likes my tweets, and he did, you're going to love Strictly Business. Sign up now. And listen at adfreeshows.com.
2: Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. And You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. We are broadcasting today's episode of
3: What Happened When from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code WHW at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping.
4: Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson.
5: Jim Crockett, First Arcade, 605 NWA TV title, Cajun up The Bunkhouse Stampede Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express, Tactics Turner, bottom Mid-South Joint World Championship Wrestling Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling The NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions Tony and Friends, they
3: win Look, Shavani's back again World title split off Center stage, Bischoff Disney, Hogan, and Nitro New World
5: Order and the court. A Thunder, Russo, Arcad, Champ, Vinny, Mac, Simulcast Tony's back with Conrad, not your classy podcast Watch along, try not to laugh, Lois rules, cat back This wasn't the initial plan, Tom's like a good-looking man like Bill, make a chair. Tommy, you come over here What happened
4: when... WHW Monday! And now, let's go to
3: the ring, and here's your co-host, hey, hey
6: What's up, Candy Liquors? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you doing? You are listening to What Happened With... We're Johnny Schiavone, the voice of your childhood. I am not Conrad Thompson, so right now you've probably all clicked stop. But if you're hanging in with us, I am your host today, Cassio, with the one and only, the living legend, Mr. Tony Schiavone, national treasure.
3: Yeah. (laughs) what an intro wow hey it's been a long time since you and i've talked hasn't it been man the people
6: clamor for me to come on the show and now they're gonna get a full
3: dose of it today reminds me the old peaches and herb song (laughs) reunited and it feels feels so good Reun- I didn't know if you were going lower, or high on I, I, I'm problem. just, you can sing. I can't. <laughs> Reunited and it's understood. Oh. Conrad is sick. That's okay. He's a big dick. Something <laughs>
6: like. All yeah. he's going to hear is that you said he had a big dick and he's going
3: <laughs> to watch the show. Hey, Cassio, it's great to be talking with you. Conrad is sick, and I don't yep. give a fuck about that because he's been sick <laughs> for like a month. Um, but I hope he's well. I mean, when you're eight hundred pounds and you shit your pants every day, <laughs> I guess you are sick.
6: I mean, when I saw him in person last at the uh at the Ric Flair press conference, he yeah. said, I'm talking to you with shit in my pants. <laughs> like <laughs> well, good to see you, bud. <laughs> because we want, want to elbow it. No, Miss mom. no, I'm good. If you got shit in your pants,
3: we're yeah. good. I told him I said, Here's the deal. You have to and I know you're I know you're much younger than I am. I said, you have to carry a pair extra pair of underwear with you. I do. And <laughs> if, if anybody, if anybody in, in, if I go through TSA and <laughs> they have to open up my backpack, they're going to see three pairs of underwear and, <laughs> and some cotton wipes in there.
6: Yeah. Because no. Of, if you go on vacation, you got to pack like you're shitting your pants every
3: day. I do. I pack like I got to shit my pants every day. Two pair of underwear a day is what I do. So, how was your average though? Do you average one a day? No, no, <laughs> I'd average none a day, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to be yeah.
5: prepared.
3: Yeah, I mean, he looked at me at one point. He goes, You, you
6: see the shorts? It's <laughs> the last time you'll see them. They're, they're not making the trip back home, they're done. They've they did their duty today and they've
3: retired after this. <laughs> it takes quite a man to look at his friend and say, I just shit my pants. I mean, I wouldn't. he goes, if you see me cough, there's poop coming out
6: <laughs> just a little, but it's coming out. <laughs> oh
3: God. The last time he and I talked, we did the bonus episodes on Patreon, by the way, uh, patreon.com slash WHW Monday. Uh, anyway, so he, um, he said, uh, he wasn't, you know, well, welcome to well, I'm Conrad Thompson. I'm sick. <laughs> I shouldn't be here. My wife's mad at me. And, uh, Cassio was supposed to show up today and he no showed me. <laughs> wow. Okay.
6: Oh, oh, this was the other night. Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah, yeah.
3: I was thinking, you know what, dude, if you, uh, if you, uh, don't talk to your friends like shit and don't walk around with shit in your pants, your friends may show up to see you. <laughs> Jesus. And
6: then he taps me in for this debacle.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait a second. It's no, not a debacle my- yet.
6: Oh my oh, yeah. Okay. Now no. <laughs> no, we've got through. We've uh, we got through the first few minutes. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we've done all right so far. What we do the Pat Green came home and wave, wave. Do you know Pat or just a fan?
3: Uh, just a fan of uh, a lot of his songs. I'm not like a super fan or anything like that. But the songs that I've heard are, are just really, really good. Uh, that I really enjoy. Like uh, I woke up this morning, Texas mm. on my mind. Thinking Mm. about my friends there and the girl I left behind. Come on. What's wrong with that lyric? Oh, man, that's good stuff. Have you ever met him? I've not. Have you met him? No. No. heard he's a great guy. Yeah, you know, obviously, he's pretty big in Texas. I mean, I understand he he sells out everywhere he goes in Texas. So, um, but yeah, I just, I got a couple of Pat Green shirts. And uh, so there you go.
6: Isn't it crazy? There's a bunch of... uh if you make it on the Texas country scene, you're good. You don't even yeah. have to make it anywhere else.
3: Well, right. That's that's how George Strait made it, right? I mean, that <laughs> was... Just
6: go around the state and go, <laughs> if you like it outside somewhere else, I, that's fine. But right now I'm dominating.
3: Exactly. Dallas, San Antonio, <laughs> Houston, yeah. right? El Paso. I've got all of them. Yeah, I sure do. Wherever Silva's from. Yeah, he's from uh, Harlingen, Brownsville, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's playing that. Shit. No, 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 no. Although <laughs> the, the, you could, you could play South Padre Island. Uh, that would be pretty cool. You've been, it's oh, like spring break central. Oh yeah, man. It's pretty cool. I've never been. Have you been? Yeah, we did a, uh, we did a nitro there years ago, a spring break nitro and Mark Madden and I did the show. We walk out and it was just like the, the, the pot, the marijuana in the air <laughs> was thick. <laughs> Mark goes out and he looks at the audience and says, who's smoking? Who's smoking grass? Who's smoking? I said, settle down, Mark. He says, I'd like to get some. I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we were on our way out the door anyway, WCW was by that time, so we knew it. That's great. Okay, well, you and I, uh, first of all, how you doing? Uh, it's my birthday. What? July 6th is my birthday. Uh-huh. Happy birthday to you. Bah, bah. Happy birthday to you. Dun, 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 mm. dun. Happy birthday, dear Major Cassio kid. Mm. Come, on. Come on, husband of Judy, big booty Judy, <laughs> Freddie Comrade. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. That's tremendous, buddy. I don't look a day over fifty, do I? No, you don't. Yeah. Do you do you have some birthday? You have some birthday plans.
6: This is it. You're, just, <laughs> you're fucking it up. <laughs> nothing. Glad nothing I could. like watching an hour of old wrestling in the middle of your
3: birthday. I'm glad I could be here for you. Can't wait to okay. do a blue ad and get this get this thing going. <laughs> Well, then, uh, speaking of that, we might as well go ahead and uh, talk about blue Bluetooth. All right. All right, then. You know, I, I, I need to get on that. I've, uh,
6: I've heard about it, of course. And I know all about blue Bluetooth, but sometimes you, I'm like, Hey, I, has anybody got an extra Bluetooth? Cause I'd like to give my wife a what got into you today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've been in one of those, Tony, where she goes, what's what's going on today? Mm-hmm. And you go, you don't want, you can't tell her you've taken the blue chew. Yeah. Right. Or do you like to brag about taking the blue chew Uh,
3: with Lois? Brag about it? Nah, I just, I don't brag about it. I just let her know. I said, man, it's like this all the time for you, baby. (laughs) This is what you do to me. (laughs) Hey, we are talking about blue chew, which is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and here's the big deal at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime day or night. So you can plan ahead How about that or be ready whenever the opportunity arises, which I'm but sure it arises at your house much more than at Mine.
6: The, uh, I mean, it's, it's priceless. What it can, what it can do to the, the love life. Yeah. I mean, right, really?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's what they call a game changer at my house. Oh, game changer. Game changer, yeah. man. Okay. <clears throat> and, um, uh, I'm not talking about some sort of wrestling promotion. I'm talking about my penis. <laughs> Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor, uh, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Uh, you ever uh, went to the doctor and says, uh, I need something to get hard on? He goes, what? <laughs> I need something to Especially if uh, if uh, I've, there's a female doctor in our uh, uh. our group, you know, Julie. Uh, hey, Julie, how you doing? Fine, Mister Chumel. How you doing? My dick ain't hard, Julie. <laughs> what am <I'm> gonna do? <laughs> Can I get you
5: to look at something? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is it's, it's, <laughs> okay. Uh, See, you don't you don't want to do that? No, you don't want to do that. Absolutely. So, uh, and the good news is, it's made in the USA. Blue Bluetooth. Tablets are made in the USA prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence, when it's time to perform blue, Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Uh, try blue chew free. When you use our promo code WHW at checkout and just pay $5 shipping. That's blue promo code WHW to receive your first month free. Visit blue chew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank blue chew for sponsoring the bot podcast. If you can't remember WHW when it comes to Blue just wow, hard on. Wow. <laughs> That's how you do it, man.
6: It's the only time you get mail and the flag goes up on your mailbox. <laughs> it's the reverse. Something up. Whoa. Something my blue package is here, my friend.
3: <laughs> well, buddy, uh, you and I are going to watch a little wrestling today and, uh, wrestling, wrestling, and we're pretty excited about it. Uh, we're going to go back to, uh, July 11th of 1987. And why that is important is, uh, we have been talking about war games and the first war games, which was back on July 4th, 1987. So this is basically seven days afterwards. And, uh, it's the episode of world championship wrestling. So we're going to go to that. So do you remember the first war games or were you way too young for that?
6: Uh, I've watched it, but I was, yeah, I was, uh, seven here, eight.
3: Okay. So yeah. I so you
6: turned eight in real life, but yeah.
3: All right. So you're about the age of Conrad and my son and that, that, that type of deal. I mean, but <laughs> you know, that type of deal.
6: Huh. Uh, but that, that, you know, at the time world championship wrestling, that's especially in the South. That's what all of our dads talked about. All of our uncles, all of our friends and family was what's happening. And then of course the chaos that was war games. I mean, it was, it was just an unprecedented thing. Nobody's seen shit like that.
3: Yeah. And of course there's been a, a variations of that since then. And one of them was blood and guts that we just had on WCW. I'm on, I'm sorry, on AEW recently. You know, I've, I've called AWWCW on this podcast so many times. I've yet to do it. <laughs> I've yet to do it on TV. When I do it on TV, you'll know, because there'll be a gunshot afterwards <laughs> to my head from yourself or from, my, from myself. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, so here's where, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go to world championship wrestling on the peacock. Season three, episode 27 That's season three, episode 27, July 11th, 1987. The show is an hour and five minutes long, one Oh five. And of course, we're going to take a couple of breaks during this, uh, to pay some bills. So, uh, we'll go do it about uh, three times. So hope you'll uh, play along with us. Uh, Cassio, are you, uh, you ready on your end? I'm ready to go. Okay. Uh, so just go ahead and, uh, you can mute yours. Up top or right there, and I'll just play the audio from this end, okay? Got it. Got it. And uh, as we always do, it's time to cue in Steph Chesney with the day's countdown. Cold open. Yeah, man. This is from the Omni. I don't know who did that voice. Maybe Tom Miller. If we had shots like this today... How about will...
6: this? It feels intense already.
3: Yeah. Our ass would be grass, though.
6: So smoky and blurry. And yeah, right. Nothing lit up. Yeah. Flair looking as only he can look. Mm. That's the slick Rick shirt on.
3: journey going in with them boy she was oh by the way this is the first time jr and i worked together on a a big show yeah we had we had done a studio show maybe one
6: how is it on first time working together on a big event with somebody are you are you going this is going to be a cluster are you i mean i know you guys are pros but just what's your mindset on first time
3: I'm uh, pretty. I'm pretty cool about it. I mean, I'm. I'm pretty excited being able to work with him. All right, here's this lousy open.
1: World Championship Wrestling,
2: bringing you great
1: wrestling action, sanctioned by the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: You saw the war games, the mess beyond Tony.
4: You were there. I, I was there. I tell you what, those guys had to be certified to get <laughs> what are
3: about, ever right. ever in that You giggling about all right? I just wrestling. love David. I do. Hey, he's such been a great dude. Around
4: four years. Never have we Look seen. Look at him the smiling. We Before we go on into the war games a little bit more, a reminder that tonight in Greensboro, a big event. Coming up at the Greensboro Coliseum, here today on the program, all the top stars of the NWA. Bugsy McGraw is with us here today, one of the top stars in professional wrestling. But let's talk about the War Games. That's right. Tony, there were two injuries in the War Games, J.J. Dillon and Nikita Koloff. And to tell Mm. us more about the War Games, and they're talking about War Games number two. Jimmy, come on in. Jim Crockett, president of Jim Crockett that Promotions. It's yeah. a return match, I understand, the War Game.
0: The War Games The Mass Beyond was the most exciting and most brutal match I have ever witnessed. Why J.J. Dillon and the Four Horsemen and Dusty Rhodes <laughs> and the Superpowers want to get in another one, I don't know. But the contract stipulated there could be a return match. J.J. Dillon suffered an injury and probably will never wrestle again. Nikita Koloff suffered an injury, but he's going to keep on. He had a neck injury once before and kept on wrestling. Right. <laughs> July the thirty first, Miami, <laughs> the War Games, number two. JJ just... Dillon, There have to be ten men in there, and JJ Jimmy J. J. was J. out too late that the night before. J. J. You can <laughs> tell. Okay. And uh, from what I hear about this man, he is awesome.
4: And that is set for the Orange Bowl on July thirty first. That's correct. Okay, the War Games, the rematch will come about at the Orange Bowl in Miami on July thirty first. Fans, let's go to the gym <laughs> with the death stinger. <laughs>
3: what? Yeah, <laughs> just. All right. The war games that come out on, on July 31st at the orange ball. Jesus. That phony ass voice I had back then. <clears throat> well, there, there you go. I'll tell I mean, you all
6: talked about him many times, but, uh, had the pleasure of meeting Jim, mm-hmm. uh, when, when he did the conversations with Conrad and, yeah. and went up and got to sit with him just for a whole day, just in a, the stories he has just yeah. an incredibly nice man. And really didn't even understand how popular his products had become and yeah. still is.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The, the nostalgia factor of, of old wrestling is at its height right now. And it's been going yep. on for quite a while. And he didn't realize that he was, you know, listen, listen, Jim Crockett was not an easy man to work for. He was very demanding. Uh, I mean, he just, you know, he was like, well, I guess every wrestler, every owner of a wrestling company that I worked for has been very demanding. Um, well, with the exception of Ted Turner, he owned a wrestling company. and I didn't talk to him much, <laughs> but I did talk to his idiot. Jim Hurd. uh, I did talk to him now and then
2: this episode is being brought to you by Zen nicotine pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen nicotine pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there's been many times in my life where I needed to make a change, like trying to be healthier, or spending less time at work. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. And a lot of smokers and dippers out there can probably relate. Zen understands there isn't just one quote-unquote right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whether you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there with you. With the right strength, with the right flavor, at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at ZYN.com. That's Zen.com that's zyn.com warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical,
3: but anyway, so here we're at war games and, uh, I- I'm surprised. I thought Jr was in this show, but I guess, I guess he's not, I guess maybe Jr started on July 4th with us. And then, uh, at war games, I, he knows better than I do. Jr does. But, uh, anyway, do you like these old studio shows?
6: Is this love it? I, yeah. lo, I mean the 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 energy that the live crowd in the studio has is yeah. incredible, right? I mean,
3: who is this Gary Phelps in the ring? Uh, I, it may be it may be one of it, the.
6: It looks like if Regal was not on the diet, like just
3: quit giving a shit and just. <laughs> 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 this is not a good look. No, no, listen. I often said, where did we get these enhancement personnel? I often wondered that, (laughs) but but like, I don't even think that that rig he's wearing is just not a good look. No, it's not, you know, good God today, when, when, so today you get wrestlers from independent promotions all around. So they worked. I think these were guys, these were like lugs from Atlanta. Hey, you want to do some wrestling? Yeah. Sure do. Cause there ain't no uh, place else to wrestle. I mean, there are no independent promotions around here. Let nothing in Carrollton, nothing in Rome, nothing in (laughs) Albany. Hell, there's nothing even in Phoenix city to do. I might as well do it right here on TBS and look like shit.
6: Yeah. That's an interesting aspect. I've never thought When, when you, when you've got the show traveling, Hey, we're going to Philly this week. Let's get some local Philly guys. Uh, but you guys are stationary, so you just got to get one every
3: week. Hey, right. somebody, we got to find somebody else to drum up. And when we did, we went and did house shows. We didn't use these guys, right? We, we always had like main event guys or guys that you'd see that would go over. The top stars would do the show. Uh, and I remember the story I've told a year before that there was one kid who I think had wrestled for, I don't know, you know, there's some high schools in Georgia that have I've always had good wrestling and he, and he was like bouncing around and he wouldn't sell for Oli.
2: Oh God. And
3: Oli just head butted him. Boom. <laughs> and when Oli head butted him, his Oli's head of all those blade marks exploded in blood uh-huh. and we couldn't show it. But then he proceeded just to beat the fuck out of the kid, which <laughs> we enjoy. You know, I mean, back then we, sure. back then we really enjoyed it because you could just tell when something wasn't right sometimes. And Oly Olie and like Ronnie Garvin, well, most anybody, most any of the guys, but those are especially the guys you just did not want to fuck with. That guy just ducked his head. Oh my god! Oh, oh, oh the backslide in the wind. How about that? That's, a,
6: that's an interesting finish. Yeah, it is. You think they bought something, like
3: missed the spot? They could have. The double drop kicks. usually their finish. Here's the replay again, Nicasio. Oh, and one, two, and you see the asshole of Teddy Long, and let's go to David Crockett.
7: <laughs> About the great American bash, the world tag team champion. You sure got that right, David. You know what I can't wait It's to be the
5: Orange Bowl, Miami, because one of the most brutal matches I have ever witnessed before in my life took place in the War Games Woo, Baby, I'm telling you, when it comes to getting down, they say they're the worst in town, and I don't want no part of it. But one thing, Jimmy Cornette, you come out here running your mouth, telling everybody about the Rock and Roll Express and putting us down. Now, you figure us getting rid of you might get rid of the Express, but we didn't think that, brother. We just wanted to get rid of you. to give our ears a rest for about three weeks. You're out here jabbing your mouth. You're the only guy in the whole world I know that can whisper in your own ear, Jack. But now it's coming down right here. (laughs) We're defending these belts in all (laughs) different American (laughs) fashions, all across the country. And you see, we're out here right now with a still right at our waist. There's no more we have to say about it, Jimmy Cornett. So you be ready. And anybody else that think they they take this away from the Rock and Road Express. Because, baby, when it comes to getting down, they say we're the best in town. And we make all our competition look sick. So be ready and be wary, baby, because rock and roll is here
0: to stay. He's right, right, right. right. Yeah, nah, like
5: I said, we've been through the backseat before, baby. We're going through them again. What they going to have is the end
4: of the, day of the
0: world. Still around our waist, Dave.
7: All right, great. The rock and roll is
4: the <laughs> great. team champions. We'll be back with more action right after this.
3: I think uh, Ricky was a little too fired up for 9 uh, o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I can't uh, – <laughs> Robert
6: only... was the vibes we all thought it was. Tonight. <laughs> He's exactly. like, yeah, we're, yeah. Have fun times. Yeah. It.
3: So now you can see that we're kind of getting into this, uh, this UWF thing because, uh, here's Dr. Death, Steve Williams and the merger with, uh, or the buyout of Bill Watson and, and all of that, by the way, Ricky was fired up. I didn't understand a word Robert said.
6: No, I, I, I. That's what I mean. He yeah. was at nine a.m. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. He was. He was on that nine a.m.
3: Yeah, right, right, Rock and roll, uh, rock and roll, okay. rock and roll, man. And roll. Uh, you're, you know, you're looking at one of the legitimate most, the toughest guy ever. Maybe. I mean, if if you wanted, if I was, I always thought that if if I was the owner of a wrestling company, right. I would have hanging out with me, Dr. Death, Rick Steiner, and Haku. Those three would go with oh. me everywhere. Okay. And I'd say i bring guy into fire, him, and I have those three guys sitting there with me. And I said, You're fired. Got anything you want to say? <laughs> and then they would say, No. I say, Good.
6: Those But he good. I mean, if you did create a wrestler, th- this is the look. Yeah. I mean that yeah. He just looks like a pro wrestler.
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact. You notice you may notice by watching TV my hair is getting long. And I'm trying to get it to look like Dr. Death's.
6: Oh my god, that would be, be great. incredible.
3: <laughs> I come home. That Lo's is some
6: day. good lettuce right there, it's, brother.
3: I come home all the time, Lois says, When are you gonna get your hair cut? And I got, I don't know, when are you gonna get younger. <laughs> it, in other words, it ain't happening anytime soon.
6: But I need it so long that you can just you trim them bangs in the front, mm. straight across, and be done with it. Look yeah. at that.
3: My, I've said before on on this podcast, my hero is Cash Wheeler of FTR. He's Mister Incredible. Oh um, he is like Mister. Uh, just love his hair and the mullet look. I mean, look, if we're doing nostalgia right, bring back the '80s mullet. That's oh, what I'm here for. It. Yes, sir. Why don't you bring back the '80s mullet?
6: Uh, well, Jesus took the wheel on my hair. I think I, I could not cut it. It ain't coming back.
3: Hey, if uh, QT Marshall can regrow hair, anybody can. <laughs> I'll give you that. Okay. Watch out. <laughs> oh my God. He's coming. He's coming at me. <laughs> oh God. Uh, What's going on with his arm? They they heard it at war games? Yeah. No, he wasn't in war games. I don't know. I don't know how he heard it. He probably broke it and then just taped it up himself. He was so tough. It looks like, it looks like a cast. He is a badass. This this guy, Alan Martin is amazing. Yeah. He was something else. Wasn't he? Dr. Death was one of the best, man. Just, and just, a just a sweetheart of a guy. And here we go.
4: Happy and proud the greatest athletes in the world. Whether it's Dr. Death, Steve Williams, how's the arm doing? It looks great. We understand the cast will be coming out very soon. Well,
5: Tony, let me say one thing. It's great to be our Super Station, Jim Crockett's promotion. You know, in 30 minutes, I'm going to see the good doctor. He's going to check out the last x-ray. But the main thing I'm really thinking about is tonight. Home sweet home. Oklahoma. Back where Barry Switzer is. Back home the UWF World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, you found the red light. That's my turn. I've been waiting a long time, Tony. I've been going around and around and around. I'm tired of going around. I'm going straight ahead. Big Bubba Rogers. In Oklahoma City, my hometown, you and me, head up, and I'm going to come out as the winner. You know something? That's my main, main my mind's on the main thing, the UWF mm. World Heavyweight title. Now there is some great champions. Rick Ric Flair. You know there's a lot of them out there, Tony, but the one what's in my mind right now and the one I've been working for is that UWF heavyweight, world heavyweight championship belt. And that's going to look awful pretty on my big old chest around my belly right there, because Bubba, we know you can't wear the belt. So I'm going to be the man who's going to be proud to wear that belt all over the United States. You know, Tony, it's what an atmosphere here. You can see the people, hear the people. You can hear them. They're chanting "Dr. Death." July 11th tonight is the big night, and they're gonna be screaming and hollering. All you'll be able to hear is "Dr. Death." Hey, Ron. Ron, how you doing? Ron? Holy Seven shit! Long time, how been? Man.
1: Great. Hey, uh, you people good to see you about an
0: athlete? Let me tell you huh. something. I Look at both of them. This dudes. man in mean, college on the playing field before. Let me tell you, this is a competitor in every sense of the word. And brother, I told him before, it's gonna take more than an injury of this nature to hold you down. And I can tell you another thing. I know tonight is your night. And believe me, you look fit to be a champion to me. Thanks, man, if, you can, if you need me for anything in any way, just let me know. Hey, thanks a lot, you got Ron. it, brother.
5: That's the man I ain't count
3: on, Tony.
4: I'll have somebody watching my back. Ron Simmons, good to see you. And Dr. Death, Steve Williams with us. Let's go back to the ring, fans.
3: Let's hit pause right now on your playback uh, as Bugsy McGraw gets ready to go into the ring. So I'm, at, I'm paused at uh, 15 minutes and 41 seconds. 15.41. And I'm pausing because Cassie and I were just talking about my mullet and his lack of a mullet. Yeah. Well, we want to tell everyone about Keeps, one of our great sponsors here on What Happened Went. Keeps offers a simple, affordable, and stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. 24-7 care and support. Keeps has a network of expert medical advisors, prescribers, and care specialists to support you in making your goals a reality for your hair. Treatment started at just 10 bucks per month. Keeps offers generic versions of the two FDA-approved medications to prevent hair loss. And uh, Casio, for, I guess for a month, maybe two months, every time I would take a shower, there was hair in the drain. Oh, no. Yeah, so... I subscribe to keeps and that has stopped. has completely stopped. And really? Yeah, it, it, it has. So, uh, still See, I should have got on it. I yeah. wish this was around when yeah. I was losing. Them. Yeah. So I uh, still a little thin on top from all the hair that I lost, but it's, uh, starting to, uh, starting to come back. The treatment plan, uh, plans are affordable. Typically half the cost of pharmacy prices. They have everything your hair needs delivered straight to your door with discreet packaging and proven results. In other words, discrete packaging. It doesn't say on top of it, hey, this is for the bald guy in the house. No, it doesn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Remember, this is for the bald guy. <laughs> Remember, do not open unless you're bald. <laughs> that's right. Prevention is the key. Treatments can take four to six months. So, see results to see results. So, act fast. If you're ready, just,
6: want, go ahead. They want to help you out. They're giving you, I've heard you talk about it on the show, of course, yeah. before.
3: They're going to hook you up with the first month for free. That's exactly right. If you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash WHW to receive your, as Cassio said, first month for free. That's K E E P S.com slash WHW to get your first month free keeps.com slash WHW. All right. So we had uh stop our machines, our pause button here at, 15 minutes and 41 seconds. That's 1541. Bugsy McGraw is getting ready to hit the ring, which should be entertaining in itself. And we continue in three, two, one, play. All right, there's the music, and we'll just uh, dip our, uh, uh, where's Bugsy, everybody? <laughs> we have no Come idea. On. We have no idea. We keep zooming in. We're going to zoom in on Teddy Long's crotch here pretty soon. <laughs> Teddy, don't move. We got your crotch. Here we go. <laughs> I like Dexter's get up. Though. Yeah. Oh,
6: <laughs> lab coat. Got the camo do rag. <laughs> he was. I think that's a TikTok dance now. Like he, I think he was the head of the curve. Why well, he could have been. He could. goggles. Lot of scarves. He could have been. How much is
3: Bugsy's scarf budget? Oh God. Huge. He was really, he was really the, the original goofball in wrestling. You know, I mean, we had a lot of goofy characters through the years, but Bugsy. I <laughs> oh, the crowd's eating him up. Yes, they are. Dancing. How you doing? Good to see you. Hey, sweetheart. How you doing? Good to see you. Hello. I'm going to shake. Okay. Wow. Okay, oh, okay, Bugsy. Oh, I thought he was saying
6: something. <laughs> he's, and he's just no, mouthing. He's just mouthing. I was sitting here thinking, I wish we had the audio. I want to hear what he's saying. He's
0: Just
6: mouthing. <laughs> how? Uh, I mean, y'all have talked about him before, but how? How? How close to this guy was? Was he once? Once we're backstage? No, oh, nothing at all. Isn't that incredible? Yeah.
3: They had him team with uh, Jimmy Valiant, I think, a little bit. And that was quite a crew. Oh, by the way, you know, we saw Ron Simmons with uh, Dr. Death. Yeah. If I'm right, as we know, Dr. Death was kind of getting tongue-tied there during his interview. I think they sent Ron out to help him out. Really? I think that's one of those things. And Dusty did this a lot. He said, go on out there and get get involved in the interview. I think it was just off night. What? I think for, maybe some medication for the hurt arm. Uh, could have been. He wasn't. And that's one of the things they talk about a lot. He really needed a great manager. He wasn't a good talker. But, man, he could go in the ring. God. He could really, really go <laughs> in the ring. Bugsy. That well, dance. Yeah, it was kind of like a, almost like a curly shuffle in a way. So, I don't know. He was just. He's got a little bit of uh
6: the animal steel in him right here.
3: Yeah. You know, that's a good call.
6: Kind of that, you know, big old hairy oaf. And yeah, just, you don't know what he's going to do. Look at him.
3: <laughs> They're giving him some freaking time in the ring. Like yikes. Well, there you go. George, <laughs> <There it is. laughs> George, the animal steel shit. Big dude. Oh, he's a big dude. Yeah. Big dude. A little bit of a belly. He knows where the camera is too. That's one thing I always appreciated to some guys. Magnum was the best at it. Just knowing where the camera was. You think, uh, his gimmick kept him from being a little bigger. Uh, Yeah. There's no question. He was a, he was a novelty act. Now I know he's, but his, but his talent was great. Yeah. He could wrestle. I mean, he could, but I don't think it would, the people really took him seriously. And now I, you know what, uh, for those of you that maybe grew up in Flor that grew up in Florida, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> geez, uh, for those of you who grew up in Florida, you know, he may have done some main events cause he spent a lot of time down in Florida. Uh, so now yeah, he's yeah, he wind up. This is amazing. Yeah, this
6: is pretty cool. I mean, for yeah, for for a guy fighting a jobber, we're, we're all captivated.
3: Isn't it something? And now he's kicked into high gear. Boom! What about that old frog splash off the near side, near side ropes. <laughs> Show his ass. That there was a go. lot of splash.
6: Not much frog in it. <laughs>
3: A, a lot splash. of, A lot of splash, not much frogging. <laughs> yeah. So just go ahead and hit the uh, turnbuckles with your head, and you're fine. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm going to talk to him coming out of the break. I mean, that almost has to be a given since he's kind of new to the promotion. For a rocking good time, yeah, man, that's what we're having here: rocking a good time. And oh, maybe not. Here we go.
4: We are back, James J. Dillon, doctor. The Four Horsemen and the Results of War. July 4th of the Omni. There were a lot of people that were in
3: the July 4th of the Omni.
5: surprised to see the Four Horsemen once again united on their television screen because a first in professional wrestling has come to pass. But what disappoints me a little bit is that absolutely nothing has been settled because I realize now that I, James J. Dillon, the administrator of the Four Horsemen, had no business being in a heavy, heavy situation like the War Games and the Match Beyond like I got myself into. I got emotionally involved in the mystique of something that comes along once in a lifetime and I don't care what your professional sport might be. And I'm talking about the four horsemen and I'm talking about professional wrestling. But that's all history. I got into the situation and I didn't know how to get out of it. And what happened was the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom and Paul Ellering, I now realize are running in fear of the four horsemen in that mystique because they singled me out, a man that's in the shadow of my career. In fact, I don't even regard myself as a wrestler anymore. I am an administrator, but they singled me out. And most importantly, I know in my mind that they deliberately tried to snuff me out. And what has happened is it didn't work. And as painful as it is for me to relive this moment, I want to go back now and share with the world just what the Legion of Doom tried to do to me.
4: Take a look at the tape,
5: fans.
3: Okay, this is a legit injury here, Cassio. Really? Yeah, this really, I mean, he really got hurt uh, and that, so they made a little angle out of it. As you can tell, the audio and the video are off a little bit. What's this? It's the second row. Devon- Jeez. Landed on that right shoulder.
4: What an awesome moment, imperfection wrestling, I know. What an awesome moment as you stand over here
5: and you get in front of that camera with me because you see it's a little more difficult for me to smile on this than maybe the rest of the public because you see I've been a winner my entire life and we represent the four greatest wrestlers in the world today. And this, pal, is the greatest mind in our business. So what I'm doing is I'm talking to the road warriors, and I'm talking to Rhodes, and I'm talking to Akina Kola. What you got is another 25 days of hell to live. Jeff. Because, let me tell you something. We've got a situation come up because there was a clause in that contract that says there could be a return match. And I'm not so sure that that should ever have taken place in the first place. And when I laid in the Charlotte Orthopedic Center and I looked up at Dr. Sam Moita and gazed around the room and saw each and every one of your faces, I knew that they had something here that even the road warriors, Dusty Rhodes and Nikita Koloff, no one could be destroyed. I owe something to you for standing behind me. And in Miami, on the 31st, I've got something that's going to fill that void. And let's take a look. You'll see just what I'm talking about. A new chapter was written in the wrestling history books on July 4th, 1987 at the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. It was called The War Games and the Match Beyond. Something that I realize now was of a... That's big freaking Bubba. Can't hide that (laughs) fucking face. I got out there and got ready for what was coming on, signed my name, and got in the ring. I need to be more machine for Halloween. (laughs) My tendons and ligaments in my shoulder, which was separated, are torn possibly beyond repair. My career, as limited as it was, is probably ended forever. But in that contract in Atlanta was a clause for a rematch. Again, a match that maybe should never take place, but it will take place in Miami. On July 31st, well, my injury has created a void, and I've filled voids before, and I'm going to fill a void this time, like the superpowers, Dusty Rhodes and Nikita Koloff, like the road warriors of Paul Ellering had never, ever figured upon. I want you to gaze over my shoulder at the void I have filled, who will enter the war games, who will enter the match beyond in the two-ring cage in Miami on July 31st. You're looking at six-foot. Nine inches, 437 pounds of the war machine. I will get my revenge in Miami. All righty, <laughs>
6: I know more than Apparently, JJ <J>. Dillon <laughs> was four foot nine. <in> then <laughs> he put the cat out
5: of the bag now. We got more ammunition. God,
3: we, we, we must have run out of people to use.
5: Now in Miami, that's Greensboro tonight. That precious, ha-ha, <laughs> you're going to be mine. Oof. And then we're going to Charlotte. And in Charlotte, Tully Blanchard, Woo! not only takes 100 grand, he gets rid of Dusty roads. And let me tell you something, Barry Wittem. If you think you and that barbed wire can keep the Delta Task Force out of that ring, you're sadly mistaken. And then you know what? It's Charlotte Road Warrior Hawk You're all mine The animal's not beside you It's you and me Hawk And we're going to find out Just how bad an apple you are All alone Then we will go to Chicago And Lex is going to take Road Warrior Hawk I'm taking the animal DB is taking a dream And we're taking all the money All the glory, all the notoriety, and then it's Dallas, San Antonio, woo! In other words, what I'm telling the wrestling public is, you're looking at the greatest thing in wrestling today, and the only question that's in our lives,
4: day in and day out, is
5: what's causing all this? Woo!
4: The horseman set for July 31st at the Irish Bowl. We'll be back,
3: man. Come on, man. I just right off the cuff. Didn't give them, 'em, didn't have anything to any script or anything. Just
6: do they got a um Do they have a countdown? I mean, do they, do they have a yeah. hey, y'all need to feel this amount of time?
3: No, no, they just, they just did a wrap. They they talked until Dusty in the back said wrap them up. Okay. Till Dusty thought they were done, because uh, sometimes you would hear "Don't wrap me up." Flair would say that to the guy, so uh, so they would just they he would, was he was shoot telling the guy "Don't wrap me up." That's right, <laughs> which was pretty funny, but uh, it's uh just it was really just a raw way to do things. We just only thing we listen we just came in with a with a wife with this little paper format that was said match one. Bugsy McGraw or whatever, rock and roll, then Bugsy McGraw. We knew who was going to wrestle. And then we would see promos and they would just, they would bring people out. And basically I was never prepped on what to talk about. I just kind of knew what to talk about. I, I think that was part of, of the wrestling fan in me. I, I knew exactly. I knew about JJ's entry. So I knew what to talk about. Although I did mess up there when they showed JJ's injury and I, I, they came back to me, and I said, what an exciting moment that was. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said, wow, JJ injured. But I just thought about the exciting moment. Uh, so I messed that up. But I just kind of knew what to talk about. It was it was so great when I look back on it uh, compared is this
6: to – Was this four years oh. in for you?
3: Well, what, this is uh, 87. Yeah, yeah, four years in for me. Actually, probably three years full-time because four – I kind of started at the end of 83, so, you know, did my first thing in October of 83 and then and then did the first arcade, but I really started doing commentary in 84. Um, Barry did a good job of protecting the kid that time. That's knowing how to work. Mm. That is knowing how to work. All right, here we go, God
4: night for a lot of people i know for these three a gigantic night in Greensboro. let me tell you something tony civani and the rest of the world the whole month of july has
5: been great ronnie garvin myself and squeeze have been traveling the country from san francisco new york city and miami beach we've seen it all we'd like to thank all the people that's comfortable and there's one individual that's not going to be very comfortable and his name is rick flair and you're right it's going to happen in a couple of hours well the fact is this tony how much longer could it go on ask yourself that how much longer could a man like myself come out here and stand to hear some low-life trash like rick flair that don't have anything he don't have anything that he hasn't bought. Everything he has has a price tag on it. Well, now, all of a sudden, Mr. Loverboy, the sickest pervert in the country himself, he gets eyes for my squeeze, and he thinks all of a sudden he's going to slap gorgeous Jimmy Garvin around. Well, let me tell you something, Ric Flair. Don't
3: he really me. knew Ric Flair here, apparently. The fool, sickest powerful. pervert. Been
5: talking to me talking to me. Barry Windham's been talking to me. The Rock and Roll Express has been talking to me. The world has been talking to me. I've been getting letters and cards and telegrams from all over the country. People telling me to be careful of this and to be careful of that and to watch James J. Dillon and to watch Arne Anderson. Tully Blanchard and the rest of the thugs that the big tough man travels around with. Well, the fact is this Ric Flair, in just a few short hours, Pally, the party's gonna be over. I'm taking your gold and my woman and let me say that again my woman, home with me because there's no way in hell, Pally, you're gonna take a good man's woman and there's no way that Precious is gonna have any kind of a dream date with you. It's a complete impossible Greensboro's gonna be the place. My brother Ronnie's heading me up at 6 o'clock every morning. Training, 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 training. And I'm ready if I've ever I'm ever ready training. for anything before, Pally. I'm ready for you, Ric Flair. And I'm gonna take great pride in breaking. Every one of them fingers that goes like this, and I'm gonna knock all your teeth (laughs) down your throat, and then I'm gonna save my energy for that last big punch, and it's gonna take a big punch too, because I'm gonna break that big nose all over
4: your face. Ronnie, what do Ronnie, what do you think about that tonight? What do I think? I'm gonna tell you something. Six o'clock
5: in the morning for the last few weeks. I had him running backwards in the sand. I had him climb mountains. I had him do squats, push ups till he turned blue in the face. And I kept kicking him and said, Get up and do some more. And he's done it. He's passed the test, the ultimate. And I'm going to tell you, Ric Flair, I personally wrestled you. I know what you're capable of. My brother is going to take you to the limit. He's going to beat you, and you can bet your sweet furlough that he's going to take it. He's going to take the gold. I'm going to be there to watch it. So is the whole world. It is going to be filmed, and we're going to show it to the world What Jimmy Garvin. And you think you're going to embarrass the Garvins? Never, never you will embarrass the Garvins, and you'll never get precious over Jimmy Garvin's dead body, you will.
4: Mm.
6: Fans, we'll be back right after this. I mean, who doesn't want to watch Jimmy and the pervert (laughs) with his finger?
3: All right, let's hit pause right there, everybody. Let's hit pause at uh, 33 minutes and 39 seconds. That's 33 minutes and 39 seconds. And we're going to hit pause. We're going to get back to our program here in just a moment. But we hit pause because it's time to talk about AG1, Athletic Greens. Do you take supplements, Cassio? Uh, as you can tell by looking at me, no, well, Um, you dump some bitch about time. You do because
6: I'm, I can't wait for you to bring this up because listening to you guys talk about it. Yep. This is a fascinating product.
3: It it really is because, uh, I used to take all these pills. I mean, a handful of supplements in the afternoon, a handful in the mornings. Uh, but I started taking AG one because I hated taking vitamins, hated taking all the pills I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great and wanted to see what the hype was all about. So now I've been on AG1 for about uh, three months now, and I love it. One scoop of AG1, you're absorbing, you're ready for this, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, uh, to help you start your day right. Special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. And, you know, because, listen, uh, I really believe in immunity supplements. I really, really do. They've really kept me healthy uh, through all the times that we're going. uh, And I can't stress enough about uh, how AG1 has benefited me, my lifestyle. And here's very simple. It's like like only a scoop, right? And it, it tastes great. So, uh, it's time you got on the bandwagon there, buddy. You it, talked
6: about, uh, uh, how many pills you were taking, yeah. how many times a day Yeah. with your lifestyle of being on the road to us, Is this, is this super, I mean, it's got to clean up your whole deal. I, I just got my greens with me
3: and I'm done. That's right. Just one scoop. And here's the, here's the deal about this too. Uh, I was, I counted up, I was taking 27 pills a day. Geez, 27 pills a day. That's right. 14 in the morning, 13 at night. Now, a couple couple of pills are medicines that I have to take, you know, but it's only like three of them. So you're talking about 24 different vitamins and supplements I've been taking, but now one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for 27 different pills for me to take to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you a free. Now this is really Cool a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com WHW. Again, that is athleticgreens.com WHW to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, let's get back to our show, Cassio. And once again, for all of you, and for Casio, we are at 39 minutes and, I'm sorry, 33 minutes and 39 seconds. That's 33 39. We continue in three, two, one, play. Come on, Willy. Great song, man. Great look. We do not condone those robes. Remember that was
7: nineteen
3: (laughs) eighty-seven. Look at these dudes. Yeah, man, come on. i wonder if uh, I wonder if Michael Hayes could have gotten into the time machine with doc uh with doc Brown and gone forward to twenty twenty two He was so cool back then and he is such a fucking goof right now. <laughs> I just wonder if he would have gone back gone ahead in time to the future <laughs> what is this guy trying to do gone ahead to the future uh well, he should't have tried that. <laughs> Was he trying to body press him? Was he, was he, him? Just, he was trying to body press him, man. That was a bad mistake. God, Terry Gordy could go. I love Terry Gordy. Really, really loved him.
6: Just a little science of that scoop slam of doing it with one arm. Yeah. You know,
3: just a little. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's beating that kid's ass. So anyway, here comes the goof. I mean, here comes Michael. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, just the, the, the hat and the, the stupid stuff he wears now. I, I don't know. He just he was so cool back then. And now what is he? Well, <laughs> hi, I'm Michael Hayes. Hey, I know where that sucker lives. I should just probably show up and I know his dogs. Denzel, uh, he's close to you. Yeah, I know. He's close to me. Maybe. I should just show up and he's like, Denzel sick him, but he wouldn't sick him because Denzel and I are buddies. So they were tremendous, weren't they? I mean the Freebirds were god. Incredible. What, what a gimmick.
6: Um my favorite is if if anybody watches this with the audio on, uh at the at the body press, you y'all even said on commentary, oh no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't
6: even are like oh. No. Yeah.
3: Even today. When you have three men and they have a tag team match, you call it free burden. I mean, they were really well, yeah. When you, that, that's what they called in the back. you know, we'll do it like the free birds did. We'll have three guys and only two. So that they, that's what, that's the standard. They set in the industry, for having two men wrestle, but they're wrestling a six man here. <clears throat> I'm sorry. A trios match here. Trios. Trios. Yeah. I hope they do a promo. I hope they do Cause Terry Gordy was so good. He called it wrestling on the superstation. station. <laughs> at well, he kicked out and fucking, no, he pulled him up by the hair. Whew. Thank God he pulled him up by the hair. Well,
6: what, what would happen if you kick out at one? On- you, you get I your guess. ass
3: beat. And, <laughs> and he, and here's the deal. Even if, if you, here was the, the ultimate insult. If you were going, if you were getting ready to take the three count and you took the three count and right at, after the three count, you kicked out. Oh, oh boy. who don't do that. Really? Oh. oh, that's
6: sending the signal. Like I was about to get out.
3: Yeah, it's exactly right.
6: Yeah, it It's wasn't. like, no, you, you got your ass kicked.
3: Stayed, stay down. Stay down. Motherfucker. Absolutely.
6: What an interesting mental tidbit that I've never thought about. Mm-hmm. It
3: My happened. Gordy. It has happened today. Uh, I've seen it a couple of times uh uh and I, I I can't remember who did it I don't know if it was us or Wwe I saw or something like that but whew, that's also a good way to get fired if you do so that.
6: it's it, it'll still get you heat oh my god serious heat I, I, that's literally something I have never heard of. that's a man yeah. gordy is such a big dude
3: you that's know his a man his daughter uh does some wrestling for us. Um, where was she last time? Was she in Kansas City for us, doing some wrestling on dark? I've seen her a couple of times. Boom. Hmm.
6: Let me tell you, these guys, old Cougar Jay here, and all them,
3: <laughs> they, <laughs> Cougar. They get. They let them get nothing in. Them. You know what I think about the Freebirds, don't you? What's that?
6: Real nifty five y'all on hood, or should I say, real Spodi, Spodi
5: Cribs
3: coming this week on hood, on hood, dude. on hood, baby. I can't get enough of Crip Mac, he's my man. There it is. I tell you the story that some uh, one of the uh, low key big hogs had Crip Mac do a, a cameo for me. Incredible, I got to see it. Did this you? <laughs> he couldn't, he couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't interrupt, his, couldn't interrupt his dinner, buddy. <laughs> He's got a granola bar on his face. Coming out of his teeth. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. This is going to be good. Hey, long
4: of the fabulous Freebirds
3: of Big Night.
6: That's right, Tony. You know, the Freebirds
4: have been having a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of partying, which is right down our
5: aisle, right down our lane. Bad Street in all the bashes And it's going to continue In Chicago, in Greensboro, in Charlotte In our hotel room (laughs) But I want you to know something The Freebirds have been very fortunate in our illustrious career We've been able to do a lot of things I'm talking about my main brother
7: 285 pounds of walking, talking, romping, stomping Graveyard destruction Jerry Bam Bam Gordon Mother, brother, buddy Jack Roberts Everybody knows he's the cheatinest
5: He's the low-downest He's the meanest son of a gun in wrestling. And Michael P.S. Hayes, born purely sexy, that's the way I will die is purely sexy. But you know, of all the titles we've had, when we first started wrestling, they said they can't do it. We did it. When we come out with an album, they said they couldn't do it. We did it. They said we couldn't do a rock and roll concert. We damn sure did it. Right here at home. There's one thing that I want. One thing, man. I want that world heavyweight title. I want that NWA World Heavyweight title. My brothers want me to get it, and I don't care if it be Ric Flair or if Jimmy Garvin beats him. Whichever one, you're gonna have to deal with me. Hey, Michael. Hey. We want to be a smash in the all-American bashes all around the country. And we want to prove to the people that the Freebirds just might be the best family in professional wrestling today. And I'm talking about the Warriors, and I'm talking about the Four Horsemen. There's no doubt about that, Tony. You know, this is what everybody's talking about. They're talking about the great American bashes. And let me tell you something, if everybody's talking about it, you can bet that the Freebirds are gonna be out there kicking somebody's butt. <laughs> you know something else, Tony? That other night after the war games, after the concert in the Omni, little girl come up to P.S. She said, "P.S., what are you gonna do when you get old, blue, and gray?" And I said, "Baby, by that time, I'm gonna be in my prime, and I'm gonna strut like a cock until I'm 99." Yeah!
4: The Fabulous Freebirds.
5: <laughs> Just had to get that
6: one Let's in go back on the, way out. the room. We've got all the info out. He's like, Tommy, we got one more thing.
3: <laughs>
6: By yeah. the way, here's what I know. I don't want to be Tommy Angel right
3: now. No. Ron Simmons is another one, man. It just, we, uh, the first star cast we did, uh, which yeah. uh, years ago, I guess it was, uh, during all in, I believe. Um, yeah. and we were at, uh, in, in Chicago, uh, he was there. And I walked in the back where Conrad was uh and uh, Megan were writing checks and everything. And I, I I tapped him on the shoulder and we hadn't seen each other. We're talking about in decades, right? Really? Oh yeah. He turned around and hugged me and almost broke my fucking neck. <laughs> I'm serious. He went, I <laughs> went, no God damn Ron, it's all right. I'm you. <laughs> I'm not so sure, but I think my belly button popped out. He squeezed me so hard. He just,
6: I uh, just. I worked his table at uh, the Starcast in Baltimore. Yeah, and you know it's always a worry if you've never worked with you know somebody. Just the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah, but yeah, everybody marks out for him. Mm-hmm. Although the wrestlers mark out for yeah, everybody marks out for runs in.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, I know he 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 became Farouk, and they had that run in the WWE. And of course, I didn't watch that much of it, none of it back then, but to me he always will be ron simmons four time all American you know I mean look looking incredible, yeah, I'll tell you another badass too I need to mention him right here or I'll, or he'll take me and he'll and he'll hug me until I pop and that's Mark Henry, the nation of domination
6: uh. Woohoo! They were, um, it was one of the star casts, maybe the second Chicago, but, uh, Mark and, uh, Ron sat across the, the aisle from each other and the whole time they were just shitting on each other, <laughs> shitting on your line. If somebody wasn't there, they just, you could tell that they're just, you know, they've put in work together for so long. It was
3: just, they're great friends and yeah, watching them shit on each other was amazing. Well, you know, th- that's the thing about the, being in the business as long as I have. And also when I was in the business, I, Oh, by the way, we'll be right back. Uh, when I wasn't in the business, uh, I would, uh, I was in baseball. So I traveled with guys both in wrestling and in baseball that in their spare time, just love to give each other shit. I mean, they'd love to. Okay. <laughs> And, and then I thought I was really good at it. And I thought I really had heard the best until I met Conrad. And then (laughs) that was like, he brings it to another level, but no. So what I'm saying is I I just give people a hard time, bust balls, as we say. Yeah. And that's how I've always done. I mean, that's how I've always done, you know, to you guys and the, the whack pack of Conrad's to my wife here, just give them shit because I don't know, just a form of playful. And I do this thing now. And I may have mentioned this on this podcast before, but I do this thing now in AEW because we have this sign. We'll put up a big locker room where all the guys dress and they got one that says male talent and they have one that says female talent. Right. And mm. almost every week I'm saying almost every week I'll wait until I know everybody's around and I'll walk into the male talent room, I'll open the door. I look around, they go, Hey, I said, oh, I'm sorry. I was looking for male talent and apparently there's none in here and I'll turn around and I'll walk out <laughs> and now it's become a standing joke when I walk in they know what, exactly what I'm gonna say I thought
6: you were gonna there's a tiger. I thought you were gonna So you switched the sign
3: <laughs> <laughs> you the oh my god that's a great idea oh shit oh god
4: later or later back with us Bugsy McGraw what's your name uh
0: Tony Yeah, how long you had that name? Oh, my my (laughs) life. You don't remember don't you? (laughs) What camera? This one? Well, give me a cue. (laughs) Yes, it's good to be here. You understand? It's now July. We're in July, and the bashes are happening. Excitement has happened. The American dream, the champion, the world's champion, the real world's champion, Rick Flair, the road warriors. Got Kevin Scalvin, Blackjack Mulligan, and Bugsy McGraw. Why, is he here? Yes, he is. Good to see you. <laughs> People, now listen, I know you're listening right there at home, eating pizza, probably having something to drink, sitting on sitting on that sofa. What's the camera on my own? Sitting on that sofa right beside your wife. <laughs> She's sitting there right in her moo moo trying to cover up that, ooh, that extra weight, right? Got got the curlers in her hair. The kids are running around the house dropping pizza on the floor. You're screaming at him, Got to step over to the dog to turn up the set to hear what I got to say. Well, i tell you what. July's here like... Yeah, like July the 4th. You understand? Our Freedom Day. Sometimes when people have freedom, they forget that they got to fight for it. You understand? Okay. A lot of things happening. And I'm going on tour myself. I'm going to be happening in all all the spots. Yeah, Daytona. It's here. Oh, Daytona. I can't think of the other ones, but... I'm live. You understand? <laughs> in August, Wilmington, North Carolina. You understand? It's a little early yet, but in August, with the man himself, the Boogie Woogie Man, we're going, we're coming there and going to be there. I want to see all my fans there. I want to say hi to everybody, <laughs> and we're going to have to get down and kick some butt. You want to say something else? Fans, yes, right. we'll be back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, Bugsy is over with me, bro. <laughs> Okay, it's time to hit pause once again on your playback. We have uh, something else to talk about here. And we have, first of all, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, We appreciate uh, Casio being with us uh, this week. We're having a good time, aren't we? We're having a blast. Yeah, man. This is fun. This is fun. But I want to talk about Z-Biotics because... Zebiotics is your first drink of the night for a better tomorrow. It's engineered by a team of PhD microbiologists. It's the drink that breaks down the byproduct of alcohol and it's responsible for rough mornings after drinking. So just a little, and I've got a couple here, little vial, little bottle of Zebiotics before you drink and you wake up feeling refreshed and ready to take on the day. How about that? How many times? It's my birthday today. This is, I need this. Yes, sir. Okay. Because tomorrow's
6: going to be rough.
3: <laughs> tomorrow's going to be rough. Yeah. So, so you just hit this before you start drinking. That's right. You hit this before you start drinking. Uh, so you may not bounce back the next day like you'd like. So uh, sometimes I would even like say, and I'm not going to drink. Really? Because I didn't want to feel bad the next day. Okay. Yeah. And that is until I found Z biotic. So really, uh, the first time I tried it was we were in Las Vegas and a bunch of us were there and I had a whole thing of them. And I said, I had them out here, boys. What's this? I said, you drink this and you feel better the next day. And we did the whole group of us felt better the next day. So uh, this is this is really great stuff. This is engineered probiotics invented by a PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink alcohol, it gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. In the gut. You know where your gut is, don't you? Come on, I got a big Come one. Come on. <laughs> it produces an enzyme to break down this byproduct, uh, break down this byproduct. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where you need it the most. How about that? So there you go. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. So uh, give ZBiotics a try for yourself. Go to zbiotics.com slash WHW to get 15% off your first order when you use WHW at checkout. Again, that is zbiotics.com slash WHW. ZBiotics is backed by 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, head to zbiotics.com slash whw. Use the code WHW at checkout for fifteen percent off. We like to thank Zbiotics for sponsoring this episode of What Happened When.
6: Uh it's too late for my birthday, but I got to get on this train.
3: Yeah, it's really cool. It's really easy. Just a little vial, boom, you're gone, and you feel better the next day.
6: Especially the older you get, you yeah, know, you I can't know. you can't even party. You can't party two days in a row. The older you get, then you're like, I can't party a week, All right? Uh, It's going to be, but this going in gives you, it gives you, like you said, gives you that new mentality. We can party tonight and I'm not going to have the bad hangover tomorrow.
3: Two days a week. I need it. Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights after the show. (laughs) (laughs) Those days, those are on the calendar. Like we, what are those your travel days? No, those are the days I need Z biotics. So there you go. (laughs) I need Z. Need Z baby. Come on with it. All right. Let's go back and hit play. And we're, uh, by the way, again, 47.53. 47 minutes, 53 seconds. It's time to hit play in three, two, one, play.
4: It was a match, a night without equal. And here he is, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Tony, let me tell you what it is. Where is that? Everybody Where it's at is that
3: comb stuck it. in your hair. How ah, This look. Are,
5: how good looking they are and how mean they are. I am the best looking man in show business. You know what I mean? I am the rap master. I'm going to start talking again. You know what I mean? Rap, I've been in the rap of master. And found out that the women still love the imaginary dusty Roads, and the men are still scared to death of them. You know what I mean? Something happened in the wall game. Let me tell you for one instant. J.J. Dillon and the Four Horsemen, me and Nikita Koloff now, go way back, see. This team was chosen. This bond between me and Nikita Koloff didn't just happen. It came about. It came about. He is the baddest human being on two feet. You understand what I'm saying? So we're a unit. The Warriors are a unit. Yeah, we are. The Jim Cockett Senior Memorial Cup defenders of a million dollars. So the war games took its toll. Charlie Blanchard in Charlotte, North Carolina, step out front here. I want everybody to get a shot of my outfit. Get a shot of this outfit. Get that outfit down there. Shoot that. Get
6: that. <laughs> I need to go. This needs to be my little sweatpants t-shirt and throw the blazer. on. I love it. Rick Flair, this was tailor-made for me.
5: Taylor May, <laughs> by Aditi You understand
6: what I'm saying? Can't <laughs> Women love.
5: You'll love the amount of things that Yeah, the world game. The world game, I, I'm hot. The world game is a serious business. People getting hurt. People getting knocked out. Oh, he
6: got to, he took the pick out. Up. It's all now. People
5: singing. People going crazy but Dusty Rhodes the kid of God, got the superpowers the baddest man in the world you're trying to put him down Paul drive him let's take a look at that right now I want to show you something right here
4: take a look at what he's talking about take a look at the video tape you're the Lions dad he's the only horseman in there with three men Look at he's got times, I understand, even a third time. It was even a third You've time. You've seen Sid Bidner right up here with Sid Bidner. Two times. Two times. Well, I'm going to show you something,
5: Danny. I'm going to show you how bad Matina Colombs is. My name, man. Danny, right here, we're ready for the war game. Let him go, baby. I'm right here. Just like my follow Bowl said, I'm right okay. here. You see, Tony? Two times, I see a husband, trying to break
6: Holding neck. the neck break. Right. Two times. But
5: I'm right here. You see, I still, you, i a, a champion. I'm still a champion.
6: This is this crowd. Yeah. I got
5: yeah. the pain in my neck. My neck hurt. He's he say, maybe you're going to have to wear these breasts again. I say, if I have to wear breasts again, okay. I knew the chance I'm going to take (laughs) when I sign contract for a war game. JJ, you knew the chance you take when you sign contract for a war game. But if I have to wear a neck brace into ring, I want all our people to know. I want horsemen to know. If I have to wear a neck brace into ring again, you are going to see. No less than a
6: 100% from the typical life. Let me tell
5: you something in closing now. In closing. J.J. Dillon, this is personal now. I take my money back it's Charlotte, but this is personal Miami. My home, I want all the cubanos, all the Haitians, all the blacks, all the whites, all the greens, all the yellows. Everybody got a lot in the chief. There are seats in the army. You better get there and get you one before they're all gone. Because the war game has begun,
4: Daddy. Fans, we're coming back. Don't go away.
3: He's not gonna wear your neck brace, Tony. We're uh, trying
6: to put it on him
3: flip that was some ass kicking shit right there buddy (laughs) that's old school oh my god
7: I made a special point of of coming here today Tony Schiavone to brighten everybody's day you didn't think you were going to see me here but nobody gets the last word on Jim Cornette and nobody gets the last word on the greatest tag team in the history of professional wrestling beautiful Bobby and sweet Stan the Midnight Express
3: Oh, man, Dusty, there would be a lot of times during these interviews. Well, if Ric Flair would come out and do an ass-kicking interview, right? Dusty going to come out and try to top it. Every time. Every time. And that's why you – and then sometimes if Flair would come back out. And I've seen times where – and I remember times where Flair would come out and do an ass-kicking interview. Dusty would come out and do an ass-kicking interview. Flair was scheduled to come back out again. Sometimes he would just talk about his mats. Did he come out with, again, with the four horsemen? So if there was time, Dusty would come out a second time. (laughs) It didn't happen much, but it, it, you would look at that and say, well, they're trying to top each other. Yeah, it's true. But also they, they they really wanted to promote a match or they really wanted to promote. So it was, it was really, it was cool. And they never said that to me, but I, you could see it, you know,
6: because it's like, it's like when the, it's like when the, The dog pees, and the other dog comes right over to it and goes, I'm pissing right on this spot. Exactly. And then the other guy, the other dog comes back. and goes, buddy, that's my spot. I'm going to have to mark my territory again.
3: Yeah, the bug here does this all the time. When Chewy pees, boom. He pees right (laughs) on top of it every time. You
6: can't mark any spot. These are all my spots. (laughs) Isn't something? (laughs) Uh, How's Hank doing, by the way? He's amazing. We We have a third dog now. We had a. Really? We had a hellhound walk up. that looks like the Zool from ghostbusters. Uh, and she's, I mean, she's as sweet as can be, but she is the scariest looking dog
3: on the planet. I love it. We're getting, we're getting ready to get a beagle, a beagle. Yeah. We want a beagle. They're they're, very loud. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Uh, Lois is very loud. Uh, (laughs) so it doesn't bother me here at the house. Uh, there was a, uh, uh, Atlanta Humane Society. By the way, uh, support your local shelters. Atlanta Humane Society, which has like two shelters here, uh, rescue twenty-seven beagle puppies. Uh, Jeez! And so they're getting ready to put them up for adoption. So we're going to try to score us one. Um. So anyway, so much for the dog talk. But I'm glad Hank's okay, man. He takes the he's greatest. The he takes the greatest pictures in the world.
6: Oh, dude, he's yeah, yeah he, he can. He's just. He's just a blubber. It's just, <laughs> can I get in your lap? He's a lover boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we've talked about it before. I Dogs are, you know, we got a little one, Dolly. She's mm. a tiny pit bull. Right. And now we have the hellhound that just walked up in our driveway. And I tried my best. We have got to find whoever the owner is. And of course, Judy's walking behind me going, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm putting post on Facebook. We found the dog. She's doing nothing. <laughs> and then it was just like, I, you know, the realization. One day you go, "Wait, we're keeping this dog, right?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "Yeah, of course." From the yeah. get go, we were.
3: Mm. That's what when Laurie found uh, her beagle Bonnie, and Laurie was living here at the house. So Bonnie, we found you know up in the mountains of Georgia, they dump dogs a lot, unfortunately. Uh, oh yeah, just the, out in the wilderness. Yeah, so she found Bonnie and we got her. And I remember she came in and she was stinking, and Laurie was living here and she was cake with mud. And Laurie said, "Well, I'm going to give her a bath." I said, "Okay," and I said, "You know, we can't keep her." Well, we still got Bonnie, uh, and she had uh, heart. She had heartworm, and we had to go through all that, which was expensive. And it's just it, we didn't care. Oh, uh, this is one of my favorite spots here. Watch this.
7: What a pain, what a pain, what Problem? You got a problem, Tony? You're it's a asking, problem You're asking me a right question. Here. Why don't you have him go back
4: and wrestle, and me you talk? Something.
7: What would happen if somebody tore all your ligaments loose, tore the cartilage in your knee, got you a trip to the hospital on a stretcher, had you see the finest sports medicine doctor, Dr. Samuel Owida, in Charlotte, North Carolina, to fix me up? That's the same thing that's going to happen. That knee right there, that knee can go, that knee can go. That's the same thing is going to happen to this punk and every... <laughs>
3: So good. Uh, there's been, uh, two mentions of Dr. Sam Owita from Charlotte. Uh, Sam Owita was, and still works in Charlotte, uh, helped me out a great deal when I had my car wreck and broke my kneecap. Uh, really? Yeah. One of the coolest guys ever. And, uh, I, I think about him often. And now that I just heard his name, I think I'm going to try to call him. I haven't talked to him in quite a while, but, uh. With was he just, he's just the go-to guy back then? For well, the it was, uh, it was Charlotte orthopedic and it was a guy named Dr. Swanick, but Dr. Swanick never, when he talked on TV, he never wanted to get into the gimmick. He wanted to try to like, uh, when dusty Rhodes hurt his ankle and we, we interviewed Dr. Swanick, he didn't want to say, well, dusty's ankle has been torn or whatever. Or whatever he would say, an injury such as this needs time, but, when we used uh, Dr. Ouida, he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Dusty's <laughs> angles busted. You know, he was right into the whole gimmick. He's in the game. Yeah. He was in it.
2: Oh, Hey, real quick. I want to remind everybody and listen up wrestling fans. It's time to win with Zen get to wrestling right now to register for your chance to win. One of four once-in-a-lifetime digital Q&A sessions with wrestling legends like the Nature Boy himself, Ric Flair, Eric Bischoff, the WWE Hall of Famer, maybe the voice of wrestling Jim Ross, or what about the hardcore legend Mick Foley? Winners will also get an autographed replica title belt and a prize pack from Zen. That's America's number one nicotine pouch. Register once per day now through July 15th at WrestlingPrizes.com. Here's a disclaimer for you. There's no purchase necessary to enter or win. It's open to U.S. residents 21 and over. Void where prohibited. For official rules, visit WrestlingPrizes.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. If someone relies on you financially, your spouse, your child, anyone, life insurance gives you the peace of mind
0: that they'll have a financial cushion if something ever happens to you. By making it easy to
6: compare your options from top companies, Goliath Life helps make sure you're not paying a penny more than you have to for the life insurance coverage you need to protect those you love. At GoliathLife.com, you can compare personalized quotes from top companies to find your lowest price. The process is fast and easy with no hidden fees, upsells, or hassles. Goliath Life is your
1: one-stop shop to find the life insurance you need at the right price head to goliathlife.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save
4: that's goliathlife.com a very irate Jim yeah,
7: Cornette. Yeah, exactly right. Now back up. In the Midnight Express. The now let me say something. Everybody thought, no, Jim Cornette's not coming back. Well, let me tell you something. I don't care if they got to wheel me out to that ring in an iron lung, brother. I don't care if I got to crawl across <laughs> the <this> Sahara <harrow laughs> Desert on my belly with Shiites dug in my every step. Rock and roll, I'm coming after you. I intend for you to feel what I felt. See? First I had two crutches, now I've got one, pretty soon I'm going to throw this dad away. I was going to throw it away, but I'm going to save them for you, Rock and Roll, because you're going to need them. I'm going to tell you something. Ever since the time the man climbed out of caves, they've done three things to preserve themselves. They've run for their life, they've swam for their life, or they've fought for their life. But when we get you in that ring, brother, you ain't going to be able to run. And I ain't expecting no heavy rains, so you ain't going to be doing no swimming. What you're going to be doing, Rock and Roll, is fighting for your life, I guarantee you that. Because I intend for you to feel what I felt. When you look up and you see all those surgeons with all those masks over their faces. When you see those operating room lights bearing down on you. And when they take that black mask, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, and they put that over there. And you smell that smell and your head starts to go a little funny and it's swimming around. And you wonder just exactly when you're going to wake up or you wonder just exactly if you're going to wake up. I want you to experience that firsthand, brother. I don't want you to just listen to me tell you about it. I want you to feel that mask going down over your face, rock and roll. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And we're going to be the world tag team champions, brother. Believe it. Okay, fans, let's go to the
4: ring. Just
6: incredible. In the ring now. I mean, it's been said many times. but just Misty blue.
3: Yeah. Every time delivered a home run. Every time. How about ending up with a women's match here? That was out of your time. Yeah, man. Misty Blue and Cat LaRue, by the way, also did some porn work. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking. No, they did. They okay. Did. They, there's, a, there's a porn movie out there called Alley Cats. I believe they were in it. Uh, Jackie Crockett told me all about it, smart me up to it. I always thought that Cat LaRue was pretty hot. Hurt her ass. Her ass, ass is hurt. Ass, ass buster. Well, it's cold in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, so anyway, uh, we we used Misty, Misty, I'm, Cat LaRue, and there was another one. They all kind of, at times, used them, you know? And now, I mean, it's changed, obviously. These girls could work though, but they it's because they worked a lot together. They were a lot of fun. They were, yeah, this is a clean match. Yeah, they were, they were, these girls were a lot of fun. They were, they had a great personality, a lot of fun to work with. Nothing like a hair deal. Sorry, I'm pulling up my fifth browser window so I can look
6: for this porn <laughs> just for research purposes. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Did you say Alley Cats? Alley Cats, I believe is what it was. Yeah. With a K. Uh cat with a K. I or <laughs> or with a Z on the end. I can't remember which one. Yeah. <laughs> Misty Blue and Cat LaRue. It just sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, of course, you know, back then we didn't have internet, so somebody had to have some sort of outlaw copy of it or something. And now Yes
6: you, or no? Yes or no? Did you have the VHS? Do I have the VHS,
3: Jackie? No, did you? Jackie had the VHS, and we all watched it in the back. Sure. Jackie would go like, like, check this out. What they're doing? I said, okay, I can check it out. <laughs> it's like it's like he was trying to educate me on what they were doing. That was pretty. I, I, I feel like they've. Look at this. Yeah.
6: These are great spots, right? Man, they, I mean. 1987 women's wrestling. This is real good. <laughs> You're right.
3: <laughs> I mean, but 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 then again, it, it gets to the point. To, it, it it's because they they work together so much.
6: Whose call is it to have a main event, Dusty? Yeah, Dusty wrote the whole. thing. I mean, that shows a lot of trust in him. Yeah. I mean, there can't be too many times. Round by eighty seven that that women
3: have main invented. No, anywhere. No, you're right. Sharpshooter. How about that? Sitting right down. Misty's Misty Blue's husband will travel with them too. I think he was like their wrangler. Did you ever watch Glow? You know what? I watched the first episode of it.
6: I I loved every second of it. Yeah. But- she, th- this this is like exactly what you get with glow. Yeah, she looks like the main one of the main characters there.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that's a that's a period piece, right? It was from the eighties, yeah. right? I love the first the very first one. I think they changed the music, but the very first one they played "I Am the Warrior" by Scandal and Patty Smith. Yeah, I love that freaking song. The let Bang! I see. Oh, are we desperately out of time? Yeah, we are desperately out of time. Hell, we went. (laughs) We didn't even see the finish. (laughs) The finish. What the hell did did we just do? We cut out on the freaking finish.
6: Is that just, I mean, is that planned or is that, hey, we just went over and that's what happened.
3: That's it. We went over and we just went out on that. Out of time in the middle of the match. God, I would have. I would have uh, put it back. I would have said we're des. I don't know. Did I say we're desperately out of time? Maybe I did. Sorry. He said we're out of time. On okay, I did. Did I say we're out of time? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. It wasn't one of those cuts by the uh, by the WWE Peacock Network for time. I guess not. I don't know why they would have, unless they we showed a cooter or something. They had to edit, edit it out. <laughs> Could have been, you never know back then. You said, you said we're at the top, an accidental cooter. <laughs> you, never, you never know.
2: You never uh, know. You never know.
3: I mean, cause it's, you, it's live to tape back then. Right. Do you remember any accidental cooter? I do not. <laughs> do I you re- remember any purposeful <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I remember the accidental penis from Star eighty six. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah, that's the one where Tommy Young just shoved it back in. Nikita, Nikita's tights. And he did it. He was so cool about the way he did it that you really didn't know. It was he was very, very good at it. I it back. <laughs> he was very good at it. He was...
6: like he's done it many times. Well like if you need if you need a if you need a dick shove back in your trunk. <laughs> Tommy your guy. Tommy your guy. He's so good at it. There's been many of them that shoved one
3: back in, but Tommy does it like no other. Just so nonchalant. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. Next <laughs> next next week on What Happened When, it's time to ask Tony anything, and Anything? Any anything. We're going to ask Uh, use the hashtag hashtag on Twitter, ask Tony, anything hashtag ask Tony, anything. And we'll pull up, uh, some of the best ones (laughs) and pull out some of the best ones. We'll pull up some of the best ones. Uh, and I'll answer your questions next week here on what happened when
6: the best way that they could wish me happy birthday this week is to start hashtag accidental cooter. (laughs) That's That's what I need. I need a hashtag, accidental cooter. And I need the first free shirt when Conrad decides to sell it. Uh, accidental cooter. We might have had an accidental cooter. But you said that like it was a thing. And then I'm like, how many accidental cooters have you seen? Well, never.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes. sometimes, Which means
6: you would have remembered if we saw a little
3: Cat LaRue. <laughs> yeah. And the accidental. I'm just a. I'm just a wordsmith. Okay. (laughs) I can't pronounce many of the wrestlers from New Japan Pro Wrestling. But but I can throw out. I can throw out accidental
6: cooter. Oh god. I mean, it's two things. We were either out of time or we had an accidental cooter. (laughs) That was a regular ending.
3: (laughs) This is why we can't have women main event. I
6: see the meeting.
3: Oh god. (laughs) Well, there you go. Hey, buddy. I've had a great time, man. Thank you for having me, brother. Thank you. Happy birthday. It's birth- a fun way to start the birthday. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great birthday. Hope- what do you got planned? I got zero, man. I'm going to take a nap. Not going to go to Conrad's house and shit in the bathroom floor. <laughs> Can you believe, by the
6: way? Yeah. This is the one year anniversary. Wow. It happened 4th of July last year. 4th of July weekend. He was out of town and we all know silver shit in the floor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, here we are one year later. Yeah. You got blamed
3: for it. Well, everybody got blamed for it. Uh, yeah. Everybody was caught up in it. He could have known him because he, as, as we have talked about before, he has been known to shit in his pants and still do a press conference. He may have shit on the floor before he left town and just said, I'll just, we'll clean up and we get back or we'll blame somebody. One of the two. Well, we've all had, we've
6: all been traveling back from vacation, and you go, I don't want to stop one more time. I've got to get home. Right. If you're traveling, you go, I I know do, I do need to use the
3: bathroom, but I'm not stopping. We're so close to home. Yeah. They could have got right there and shit on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person that does not use public bathrooms to take a poop in. Won't do it. When's the last time? Uh, it was after a Georgia football game, and I was driving back late at night uh and i had to go so bad i had just pull over to a bp station uh Mm. and fortunately it was a one-seater with a door lock on it and i mean it was a big one (laughs) not the stall the shit yeah the shit it was a big one (laughs) man i just i couldn't i couldn't uh it was a big one as they say shit a log cabin
6: you needed some. You needed some biotics, some probiotics. I sure did. You needed your greens and your z-biotics. You needed <laughs> yeah. all that.
3: Yeah, gut health. That's God what it's all is, about, buddy. Very
6: important. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> How was the stall? Did you have that? You didn't have that creepy where there's a gap in the door where you got to make eye contact with somebody. While you're no, 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 no. That was it. Was a one-seater
3: with a with a sink and a door lock. That's all it was. Oh, the whole bot. Bi- oh, you yeah. had. Oh, that was a good one. Then. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Key? Uh, Did you have to get a key or, or no, is it no, just it was, straight in? It was straight in. Lock on the door. Hmm. Yeah.
6: By the way, that means it is a rare occurrence for you if you do remember the last one easily. And it's years ago.
3: Yeah. Yep. I'm a shy shitter. <laughs> that shirt's available, by the way. Yes. com.
6: All right, buddy. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me, my man. All right. Now I've got some, uh, some porn to look up. And uh, that's going to be, that is your birthday present to me.
3: Thank you. Because I'm now searching for lost porn,
6: the alley cats tape.
3: Well, you never know what, what happens here on what happened when, <laughs> but I'd like to say for Cassio kid, I'm Tony Schiavone. We're desperately out of time. See you next week on what happened when we come to you Wednesdays on Cumulus, but Mondays we come to you on, on. Patru- Patreon. Yeah. Thank you. You're supposed to say, "Patron, come to you. <laughs> Patron! Here we do it again. Come to you on Patron. <laughs> Conrad usually does that at the end, and I usually do this at the end. Oh. go.